Do you want to know the difference between Botox and dermal fillers? Do you want to know the difference between thread lifts and facelifts? Do you want to know the reasons some people choose to improve their appearance with aesthetic medicine? What makes our patients and our doctors tick? Hello, and welcome to Aesthetic Medicine Uncovered. My name is Simon Ravichandran, and in this series of podcasts, we will be talking about what aesthetic medicine actually is, the procedures that we offer, what we do, and why we do it. I hope you'll find it interesting, and I hope it answers some questions you may have. Hello everybody, welcome to Aesthetic Medicine Uncovered. My name is Paula Mann and I am one of the medical aesthetic practitioners at Clinetics Facial Rejuvenation. And I am here with clinical directors Emma Ravichandran and Simon Ravichandran. And we thought today we would discuss the topic of growing old gracefully. So Emma, why did we choose this topic today? Hi everyone and hi Paula. Um, so this was really um, important to me to discuss because lots of my patients who come into the clinic, into Clinetics, always say to me, you know, I always wanted to grow old gracefully, but, now but what? You know, people assume that because they're coming into an aesthetic clinic that all of a sudden that puts a stop to them growing old gracefully. And I think that this is a problem that's been caused by the stigmatism of treatments over the years, over in the past, I don't think so so much now, but that makes people feel that having an aesthetic intervention will stop that process of growing old gracefully. However, for me personally, I feel that this is a real um, empowerment of anyone to take control of their destiny and grow old in a way that they look amazing and look like the best version that they can of themselves. Um, Simon, do you have the same experience? Yeah, it's kind of an interesting concept, isn't it? The growing old disgracefully um, versus growing old gracefully. I'm, you know, I'm personally a fan of growing old disgracefully, but that's my own personal opinion of what disgracefully means. Um, and I think that, you know, part of this in definitions, isn't it? Patients come to us and think, oh, I was, didn't want to have it. Uh, I'm growing old disgracefully now. No, you're not. Um, you're, you're taking care of your appearance. You're improving your skin. You're improving your quality of life. Um, so, and being the best version of yourself. And being the best. Yeah, absolutely. And, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of that's, that's, that's growing old gracefully. Growing old disgracefully is, uh, you know, going out to the nightclubs, picking up students when you're 60 years old. <laughs> Probably a little bit inappropriate, you know. Maybe, you know, that, that sort of thing. But nowadays, this disgracefully thing, it's kind of attached to what we do. And uh, mm-hmm. I kind of don't think it's fair. Mm-hmm. So if we were to think of what growing old disgracefully means from an aesthetic medicine point of view, because mm-hmm. everyone's got their, their, their idea, their concept of what, what that would be. I mean, Paula, what's, what's growing old disgracefully from an aesthetic point of view? From an aesthetic point of view, I think most of us agree would agree that growing old disgracefully would be perhaps seeking out treatments or getting treatments which are obvious to other people, maybe trying to make changes in an attempt to look younger, to look better, but these treatments turn out not to fit in with their with their facial features. So that's bringing growing old disgracefully down to aesthetics specifically, I think. And I think that patients and people, I think the general public, will always have an idea 
of one person that they've seen, whether it's on the media or whether it's somebody that they know personally, that they can see that the treatments that they've had have had a negative influence on their appearance. So it hasn't made them look younger, it hasn't made it look, them look better. It's made them almost look unnatural or treated. And I think that that's put a lot of people off getting treatments done. Whereas the beauty of aesthetic medicine as it stands today is that we can um, reverse the signs of aging to some extent, to, rep to replace volume that has been lost to some extent as well, and to treat lines and wrinkles in a way that these treatments should be absolutely invisible to other people that you've had anything done as well. And don't you find, Emma, that is quite often one of the first things patients say, you know, listen, I really, really would like treatment, but don't make me look like such and such a celeb or I don't want to look actually or try and look 20 years younger. And it puts them off for a long time because um, the feeling is that that is the way they'll end up, distorted or unnatural or something like that. And that is not the ethos of most practices. So growing old disgracefully then, it's like... Um my original interpretation of growing old disgracefully, but from an aesthetic point of view, instead of acting like you're 20 when you're 40, 50, 60, it's trying to look like you are. So a 60-year-old trying to make themselves look like they're a 20-year-old or a 30-year-old. I think that was mm. more in vogue, very common, maybe 20 years ago when you know the, the, the limits of plastic surgery and non-surgical aesthetic medicine were kind of not known at that point. So it mm -hmm. really was a point of that quest for eternal youth, looking in your 20s your, your whole life. And of course, this is immediately obvious, isn't it, to anyone who sees a patient like this. Um, you can give someone the face of a almost 20-year-old, but it doesn't look, look natural. It's not the face of a 20-year-old. You're giving them um, a tight skin, but over the skeleton of an aged yeah. person. And that it conflicts with the natural appearance of beauty. And I think that many, like maybe 20, 30 years ago, the only option that people had was to go for a full face lift. And it, at that time, medical practitioners did not appreciate the, the anatomy of the face and the aesthetic treatments at that point. Therefore, they were literally just tightening the skin and lifting the skin into a more elevated position and that was given that kind of artificial look whereas now we really appreciate that you have to treat the skin and you have to re retain the fat volume within different fat compartments and keep the skin suspended because of um, volumizing the appropriate areas of the face instead of doing this cutting the skin and stretching the skin. And one of the things that we all do in the clinic as well as as medics is we spend a long time talking to patients before we've even done any treatments and one of the reasons I think that's so important is because how people perceive us and how we perceive ourselves in terms of beauty or attractiveness isn't just about how we look and it's about people's personality as well so what treatments might suit one person and their personality and their lifestyle are not going to suit another. And having all these different options might just be the right thing for a particular person. So what things can we do to help our patients grow old gracefully? Mm. There's such a spectrum, isn't there? There's the, the botulinum toxin treatments. There's the dermal filler treatments. We have thread lifting. 
um, we have skin treatments, we've got all the treatments which um, the energy based treatments which will tighten the skins that have become very um, in vogue recently as well. So as you said there's like such a plethora of treatments that are now available to patients and actually just doing small amounts of treatments will actually add up to make a really massive result, a really massive natural result and not lots and lots of one individual treatment which can throw that natural look um, in the discord. There's not a question of just doing um, a treatment. It's like, what's the treatment that's going to work for me? There isn't one. It's a it's, it's an issue of choosing the correct selection of treatments and applying them in the right way to give an, the, the, the graceful result as opposed to the disgraceful result. This is nice. I like the concept of disgraceful aesthetics. So a disgraceful aesthetic is where you're using perhaps the right treatment but too much of it or repeatedly or in the wrong place. So a disgraceful treatment would be overfilled lips, big cheeks, something that makes the face look artificial. Not an anti-aging treatment, but a zone treatment and a treatment of an area or a zone in the face. And it's just overdone and overdone whilst the rest of the face and the skeleton ages, whilst the cheeks get bigger and bigger and bigger, then you've got a disgraceful outcome. So a graceful aesthetic is the correct application of the correct amount of the correct treatment for the correct patient. That's quite a lot of corrects. That's quite hard. Mm -hmm. And also letting our patients feel that they have the information so they're confident enough to choose because that might just be for somebody some some good at-home skincare which get, makes them look really healthy and therefore makes them feel better or it might be everything in between heading towards surgeries you know everything there's 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 something for everybody and um it certainly isn't you know the way we started the conversation is you're not doing yourself a disservice by taking those steps to do something you know, no we need, i think we change that opinion. yeah i think that the opinion does need to be changed i think that <clears throat> growing old gracefully is having the confidence having the self-confidence having um the self-awareness that you look good and that you feel good to be able to totally 100 percent enjoy and live your life so actually I feel that having these treatments if it's appropriate for you and it's not appropriate for everyone but if there's something that almost liberates you from any feeling of being held back then I think that that's got to be positive and that's got to add to the ability for you to grow old gracefully. This podcast is produced by the Clinetics Group Scotland's leading multi-award winning aesthetic medical clinics.